Hello, and welcome back to Calvin and Hobbes Cast. I'm your host for today, Sean. And today we are covering the strip from December 24, 1985. It is a late night, Christmas Eve, December 24th, and our first panel opens up. It's Calvin and Hobbes. They are in bed. And Calvin is saying to Hobbes, are you still awake? Of course. In the second panel, Hobbes, or sorry, in the second panel, Calvin is leaping from bed. He's in mid-flight saying, let's go, it's midnight. And in our third and final panel, Calvin and Hobbes are peeking around a corner into the living room of the family home. And Calvin is saying, as soon as he drops the bag down, you grab it and I'll close the flu. So what do you think about, about this plan? Apparently, I'm, the plan is that Santa is going to drop a bag of loot, of gifts, down the chimney into the fireplace. And before he can follow suit, they're going to grab the bag and close the flu. Now, it's interesting that Calvin knows knows about flus. I guess if you, I didn't have a fireplace in my home growing up, so I may not have known about, about the flu. But Calvin, they, they have a fireplace. And Calvin knows about flus, and at least he thinks he knows how to open and close it. And so he'll close it so Santa cannot get in, and they'll have the bag. Though I wonder, did they open the flu? Or do they assume, is Calvin assuming that one of his parents have opened the flu for Santa to get in? And then if they close the flu, that will stop Santa. They think whatever, whatever magic Santa has can be defeated by your average suburban fireplace flu. Now we see a lot of we, the, the um, usually our daily strips are four panels. This one's only three. We've got a double wide. That third panel is wide, a little bit of a panorama. We get a view of the family living room. We see the fireplace that featured in the first panel of the strip from yesterday, December 23rd. We see there are two stockings hung by the chimney with care. Uh, one is labeled Calvin, and the other one is Hobbes. So just as mom said yesterday, she said she would make Hobbes a stocking, and true to her word, she did. Hobbes has his stocking. And now we see we see the full fireplace, we, full, we see the full width of the mantle, and only two stockings. So to answer that question from the last strip, no, in this household, parents do not get stockings. Only only Calvin and Hobbes. Which doesn't doesn't seem right. I think everyone should, everyone should if there are stockings, if you don't have stockings, if you don't do stockings, that's fine. But if you are going to do stockings, I say do it for every, for everyone. Everyone should get a stocking. No one should be left out of the stockings if not Hobbes, not you know, not adopted tiger brothers and not not parents. Mom and dad should should get a stocking. I wonder if that was, um, if Bill wasn't sure what how to label those stockings, and that's why he only put Calvin. So for the parents, would it be mom and dad, mother and father? Would it be their first names? Would he then have to come up with with names for these people? I don't know if they have names other than mom and dad. So maybe that's why they don't get stockings because the questions over how to label them, or maybe. Bill Watterson grew up in a family where parents didn't get stockings. We don't know. All we know is it's it's Calvin and Hobbes. They have their stockings. It seems at this point they're not full. They're waiting for Santa to arrive. So they don't expect 
they don't seem surprised that the loot is not there. Oh, and I should say, so we also see in, in addition to the, the full mantle of the fireplace, we see the tree. Uh, the family Christmas tree is standing right next to that fireplace, maybe a little bit closer than it should. Dry tree, hot fire. Um, now, there's not a fire burning at this point, which is good. It's midnight. Most people are asleep or should be asleep. Calvin should be in bed. So there's no fire. But um, yeah, the tree's a little bit close to the fireplace. It may not be safe. But the point is we see the tree. We see the base of the tree. We see there are no gifts under the tree. And Calvin is, is obviously seeing that as well. So he knows Santa has not yet arrived. He did not expect him at midnight. I guess he was thinking it's going to be sometime after midnight. So I wonder about the, well, this whole, this whole plan. I mean, what do you think of this plan? The bag's going to come down. They're going to grab it. Hobbs, Hobbs grabs the bag. Calvin closes the flu. I think this shows another thing we're saying, um, you know, Calvin does things to extreme. So when he's upset, he's very upset. When he's happy, he's very happy. When he gets gifts, he wants all the gifts. And it's a, um... So just in the previous strip, we saw sort of the generous side of Hobbes, or sorry, the generous side of Calvin, where he's worried about Hobbes not having a stocking and, and not getting stocking loot because he doesn't have a stocking to, uh, to stick the loot in. And now he seems greedy. He's not, you know, he's, you know, he, he wants, he knows Santa's coming and will give him gifts, but now he wants all the gifts. And I guess he's assuming that there'll be extra in the bag. That seems like, you know, someone's coming to give you free toys. Like, you know, toys are coming. Do you need a plan to make sure that you get extra toys? That doesn't seem right. Maybe there's a lesson there for, for Calvin to, to learn. He's just a young boy at this, play, at this point. Now, did you think if you, if you grew up celebrating Christmas and, if, you know, at the point, try to think back if there was a time when you believed in Santa Claus... Did you think, what did you think, was midnight an important point? Would something happen at the stroke of midnight? Were you like Rita in Groundhog Day, waiting for midnight for the magic to happen? It seems Calvin and Hobbes were waiting, were waiting for midnight. I guess they were waiting. Now, I, some of this, I think, is just to, to indicate to us, and it's nice to say, well, it's midnight. Versus Calvin could say, oh, it's it's 11.45, let's go. Or it's 11.30, let's go. Instead of, it's midnight, let's go. I guess midnight is more romantic. Not, you know, it's ro more romantic to say midnight than just another time that's very late at night or very early in the morning. They know, so Santa comes on Christmas, so they know he won't be before midnight. And I guess that fits in with what we know of Calvin. He's not... He's usually not one to do extra credit, even if this is even the things that he does, um, you know, outside of schoolwork. Usually extra credit is in the, the context of schoolwork. But even and we know Calvin is not the most academically minded young child. But even in the games he plays, the things he does outside of school, he he doesn't overdo it, I guess, other than emotionally, you know. As we were saying very happy, very angry, very tired. Other than emotionally, 
um, for his his plans and activities. He generally doesn't overdo it. So they would know. So he wouldn't be early. He wouldn't be. Well, see, Santa comes at Christmas and Christmas starts at midnight. We should be down there at 1130. I guess it makes sense that that Calvin wouldn't do that. He's like, well, midnight starts at Christmas, you know, or Christmas starts at midnight. Santa won't come before midnight. So let's at midnight. That's when we're going to head down and, and lie in wait and see when Santa shows up and we can grab that sack of loot and close the flue. And we'll make off like bandits. Not thinking ahead that Santa is going to know who has done this. Because he knows who, whose house. He knows where he's going. So Santa must know that this is Calvin's house. And when the flu is closed and he can't get his bag of toys, gifts, loot, he will know it's Calvin. And, well, and Calvin should know this because... He has paid particular attention to these stockings. He knew, he noticed Hobbes did not have a stocking, that there was only one stocking by the, by the chimney, by the fireplace, and that is Calvin's stocking. So Santa is only coming to fill up one stocking. He's going to know who's up to stuff. He knows it's not going to be mom or dad. They don't have stockings. So Santa wouldn't be coming down unless Calvin is thinking. That gives them motive. Why would Calvin do anything? Calvin has a stocking. Calvin's getting loot. There's no reason to suspect Calvin would, would be any, up to any funny business. It's mom and dad who don't have stockings. It's mom and dad who maybe notice the inequality here. Maybe they feel left out. But I don't think Calvin has thought that far ahead. Probably not thinking of the repercussions. He's just thinking of, if I can get Santa's bag and then close the flu and then I keep it. And then what's Santa going to do? Probably hasn't thought past that. So we'll see. We'll see how this plan works out. As of midnight, Christmas Eve, Santa, Calvin and Hobbes are perched around a corner, peeking, keeping an eye on that fireplace, waiting for a sack of Christmas loot to come descending and then ready to spring into action. And we'll have to wait till tomorrow, till the December 25 strip, 1985 to see how this all works out. This has been the Calvin and Hobbes cast for December 24th, 1985. You can find us on Facebook and the web and continue listening wherever you're listening to this. You can always reach out to us. Let us know what you think at calvinandhobbescast at gmail.com. And you go ahead and check out um, Nay's other podcast, A Goofy Movie Minute. And you can check out my other stuff at catandshawn.org. Until next time, Yukon Ho. The excerpts used in this podcast are from The Complete Calvin and Hobbes, published by Andrews McNeil, LLC, copyright 2005 by Vol Watterson, all rights reserved. No infringement is intended. The books are being used for the purposes of commentary and review. Please don't sue us.